Welcome back to the Broke Bewoke podcast. I'm your favorite broke host, Maciel Nunez. As always, thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. I wanted to start this episode by just expressing my gratitude for all the love and support I received on that first episode of this year. I saw your messages, your comments, and I record this podcast on a website called Anchor. I had no idea in the years that I've been using that website that I could receive voice messages from you guys. So I finally listened to the ones that you sent after that episode and I am just so appreciative for the community that I have through this podcast. It's a beautiful thing to just be held accountable by such amazing people and to be able to share that same passion and hold you guys accountable to your goals and aspiration. You guys keep me going and motivate me so much to continue with this podcast. And I just want to say I'm so excited to be back with another episode and let's just hop right into it. So for this week's topic, I wanted to pick something that can resonate with everybody no matter what time of the year it is. But since we are in February, I think this is a perfect topic because we've passed the new year, we passed the holidays, and most of us are back in our routine. Whether that be school or back to work, I think a lot of us have experienced burnout. So for this week's episode, I want to talk about tackling burnout how to manage it, especially when those symptoms and stresses arise. But first, let's talk about what exactly burnout is. So when looking up the definition online, it says burnout is a state of physical or emotional exhaustion that also involves a sense of reduced accomplishment and a loss of personal identity. I know for me, I feel extremely exhausted. I feel swamped. It also says it's an excessive and prolonged emotional physical and mental stress and I think that is why I chose this topic as well especially after that first episode where I talked heavily on how important protecting your mind body and space is and when you feel burnout that affects all those three areas it also says in many cases burnout is related to one's job especially if you're working overtime or you feel like you have all these due dates or things you have to get done it can feel incredibly overwhelming at times emotionally draining and and it can be really hard to keep up with your life's demand. As someone who's experienced burnout a lot, I found it so interesting that when I was telling my friends that I was planning on doing this episode, a lot of them weren't sure what burnout was or didn't even realize that they've experienced it before. So I did want to, again, start off with those definitions, but also go into the signs and symptoms because I know for me, again, I'm still learning to listen to my body's needs. And when I'm in the midst of working, feeling overbooked, it's so easy to not recognize those signs because you're so caught up in your present task. So let's talk about first the emotional signs. You can feel a sense of failure and self-doubt. You can feel helpless, trapped, and defeated. A little bit of detachment or feeling alone in the world. A loss of motivation, increasingly cynical and negative outlook on life, decreased satisfaction, and losing your sense of accomplishment. And it can also affect your physical, which is so important to recognize. Um, it can make you feel tired and drained most of the time. I know personally for me, that's how I feel. When I have had like a full week of overworking myself, finally when like I crash and feel that burnout, 
I just feel so drained and I need so many days to recover because my body is physically telling me, hey, you need rest right now. Um, you can also experience lowered immunity, frequent illnesses. Isn't that crazy? Like with burnout, you can genuinely feel sick. You can have frequent headaches or muscle pain and a change in appetite or sleep habits. I know I've heard of people who when they overwork themselves and they're starting to feel burnout, they don't eat at times, like at all, and they won't sleep because they're so focused on getting their work done or their mind is all the time thinking about what do I have to get done next. And then finally, the behavioral signs and symptoms of burnout is withdrawing from responsibility, isolating from others, procrastinating, taking longer to get things done, using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope with the burnout, taking your frustrations out on others and just being angry all the time and even skipping work or coming in late and leaving early. So as I mentioned, this is something I struggle with occasionally because I do have a lot on my plate, especially people who are listening and know what I do for a living. For those who still don't really know me, as of right now, 2023, February, I am a social media manager for a spa and I work with an influencer as a social media manager as well. I'm a magazine owner. I'm a podcast host. I'm working on my second book and I would consider myself a full-time content creator as well because I am constantly creating content for my Instagram page, TikTok, YouTube, and it can be a lot while balancing your social life, your health, it can be overwhelming. So believe me when I say I've had my own experiences with burnout. And in my case, the symptoms that I feel, I lose so much motivation. I feel incredibly exhausted. I know I become very hard on myself in those days where I feel burnout because I instantly get lazy. I get headaches. I get drained and I tend to distance myself from the people that I care about because I'm recovering and it can just be a really bad cycle for me because when I'm experiencing burnout, I am my worst enemy because I'm always on the go. I'm always so busy that in those moments where I'm not being productive, I kind of feel like I'm failing. But as somebody who I would consider myself a hustler, I've learned with time that hustle culture can be so toxic. And that's why just hear it from me, somebody who you know is always on the move and being productive it is so important to take time away and prioritize yourself. Prioritize your basic needs, your physical health and your emotional health. Because if those two aren't okay, you can't even give 100% to the work that you want to do. And I've noticed that too. Like I could be working hardcore multiple hours day after day. But with time, I noticed that my efforts towards my work... Um, just the results of my work are not the same if I would just prioritize my own needs. So take it from me, definitely, definitely prioritize your body. And when you feel that burnout, recognize it. So now let's talk about how to tackle that burnout. I would say the first step to tackling it is just identifying that you are experiencing it. Like I said, your body speaks to you. Learn to listen to your body. It will tell you, hey, you are overworking yourself within those symptoms. And once it's time to listen, focus on recovering from that. And remind yourself, like I said just a second ago, 
You can't even give 100% of your effort if you are not 100%. So you need to prioritize yourself. The second thing that I wrote down for tackling burnout is to take time off. I know that can be hard. I know for me, I'm always on the go. I'm always wanting to get something done. If it's not for my magazine, I want to work on my podcast. If it's not for my podcast, I want to work on my book. If it's not for my book, I have like other jobs I have to do. But you need you time. And I think that's so important, especially since we're still early on in the year. Learn this early that you need to have you time. So unplug and disconnect. And when I say that, I mean literally put your phone on do not disturb and prioritize your needs in those times. Um, I know for me, being on social media, especially when I'm feeling burnout, can be a trigger just because I do follow a lot of people that have similar passions as me. So when I see people out there getting content done, doing like their reels or getting, you know, sponsorships and just being on the go when I'm not 100% feeling it, like, you know, I do feel a sense of FOMO and I think that's natural. I'm human, you're human, like we have feelings of not necessarily jealousy, but of wanting to do things that other people are doing when we're not feeling 100%. But just remember, it's the first step is to relax and to just give yourself time off so that you can then do what you're seeing on social media. So turn off your phone, put it on do not disturb. And the next thing I wrote is to get some sleep. That's something I'm still working on this year. I'm pretty sure I mentioned in my last episode how last year I was working at a lounge And that really messed up my sleep schedule. And it's February and now I am still dealing with that. Not for nothing, guys. I am recording this episode at 1.11 in the morning, if that tells you anything. Like, I can be up so late. But when I'm feeling burnout, that is one thing I try to do is, you know, maybe I'll like watch a movie or something, but I will try and prioritize my sleep and catch up because when you're always on the go, your body needs to recover. Um, the next thing that I wrote, especially with me being so hard on myself when I'm experiencing burnout, is that it's okay to not be perfect. So remind yourself of that. Last year, I stated so much in my podcast episodes how important it is to be kind to yourself. So when you're feeling this burnout, be kind to yourself. Reward yourself for all the work that you have already accomplished because, like I said, I can be so hard on myself for the work I'm not doing. But in those times, I can also recognize like, hey, we're, we're recovering right now. We're relaxing because of all those efforts that we made throughout the week. Most importantly, do something that sparks true joy, whatever that means for you. It can look different for everybody that's listening to this episode. For me, when I am like taking time to myself and unplugging, I like to watch a movie. I will always find movies on Netflix, Hulu, and just that is like my happy me time. That, buying some ice cream, having some snack, like I can just envision it right now. Like my recovery days literally look like me eating some pita chips, hummus, some ice cream, and watching either a series or a movie on Netflix. Like I'm just the happiest person and I feel my body just filling up with joy. But like I said, it can look different for you, whatever that means. You know, after you've unplugged and allowed your body to recover and get some rest, go out if you need to. Like, go out, catch some sun, give your, go to a picnic. And, you know, once you have disconnected for a while, connect with a friend. Because I know when I'm overworking myself, and especially during my busy weeks, I feel like I'm such a bad friend because I'm so busy all the time. But, you know, thankfully my friends are really understanding. But during that time of recovering is a great moment to finally connect with those friends. You know, plan an outing. It can be something simple like grabbing a lunch because 
for our own mental health, it is important to have that social life and at least, you know, keep your social life healthy in the sense that you're connecting with people that you truly care about. The next thing that I wrote for tackling burnout, just for your health overall, is exercising. You can connect with nature, go on a walk, do yoga because yoga has a lot of health benefits, which I know this isn't like brand new news to anybody, but it can improve your respiration and energy, especially as you're recovering through burnout to go back into the work week. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I'm going to mention it again as a way to tackle burnout. But practice meditation. Learn how to practice meditation because there's so many emotional and physical benefits that are going to help you recover. And especially if you're having a very stressful work week, this is just going to help you become more present and gain a new perspective on stressful situations. It's going to build skills to manage your stress, increase self-awareness, and just reduce those negative emotions attached to overworking. I feel like once you take all of the things that I've listed into consideration and start putting it into practice, it can become a lot easier to develop strategies to prevent future burnout. And now I know what you're thinking. It probably feels inevitable. And the truth and reality is you probably will experience it again, even if you practice all of the things that I listed. I know for me, I practice it and I'm probably bound to experience it again in two to three months when I have a very busy week. But I do think that these are ways to at least prevent it or minimize it. So if you're prioritizing sleep, prioritizing your needs, and again, making sure you are making breaks for you during your workday, making room for you when you get a chance to just, you know, do things that spark joy, disconnect from the world for a little bit to just recover and go back to your productivity. I do think all these things are going to help in tackling burnout. And I did want to end this topic by at least saying, always keep in mind, never be afraid to ask for professional help and be aware of when it's time to do that because there's so much that we can do to take care of ourselves, you know, our mental state, our physical state, but some things are out of our control. When it gets to that point, do not be afraid to seek professional help to get solutions. Now, I do want to leave this as an open space for more um, conversation about this. So if there's anything maybe I didn't mention that works for you, definitely reach out to me. And as you guys know, I always want to be your digital friend, your virtual friend. I know there's some of y'all I've met and I love when I meet you guys in person or when you run into me and you're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. But even if we haven't met yet, you guys can always reach out to me whenever you need advice or if you're having a really rough week or if you're experiencing burnout, feel free to reach out and let's work on it together because that is the whole point of this podcast is to have a sense of community and genuinely just be there for you as much as you guys are there for me. And the last thing I'm going to mention this episode is just my highlight and current favorite. I typically do my highlight, lowlights, and current favorites. And in my previous episodes, I've done it at the beginning of the episode, but I would love some constructive criticism on what you guys prefer because I want this to be an enjoyable listening experience for everybody listening. So please let me know. Do you prefer it before I hop into my topics or at the end of the episode like I'm doing right now? But anyways, my highlight for the week is that I literally leave in a few hours to Chicago. A lot of you know I visit Chicago probably the most out of any city that I travel to throughout the year. And this will be my first trip of the year. And I'll be visiting my brother, spending some time with him. I'll be seeing my friend Neva, which I always make sure to see her when I'm in town. And 
I'm just excited because this is kind of me recovering. Like I know I have been so busy for the past few weeks and I do feel like this trip is kind of a way of me disconnecting and, you know, listening to my body's needs of wanting to relax and doing something that sparks joy. I know for me traveling, being around loved ones, that genuinely sparks joy. And anybody that knows me knows that Chicago is like my favorite city ever. So I'm really looking forward to just taking some time away to be in my favorite city. And then finally, my current favorite is BoJack Horseman on Netflix. You guys, my brother for the longest time was telling me, him and his wife, they were telling me to watch this show. And I always thought it was going to be some cheesy, like another adult cartoon show. But it is very deep. Like, it's very funny as well. Um, my type of humor, definitely like dry, crude humor. But the topics are really, really deep. And I'm on season four right now. And it's just getting really dark and emotional. And I'm just so excited. Like, I love a show that I can look forward to watching. And so I know, like, especially when I'm waiting at the airport tomorrow, I'm going to be catching up on my episodes. But anyways, feel free to also hit me up about y'all's current favorites because I love when you guys put me on to new shows, movies, or books, or your favorite music that you're listening to. It's really cute, and I just think it also adds to, like I said, that sense of community. But anyways, I love you guys. Like I said, it feels so good to be back. Let me know what you guys think of this episode. Feel free, you know, follow me on my Instagram, which is at Broke but Woke Podcast. I'm probably going to make a post about this episode. And please, guys, please, please, please leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because that helps me so much. And if you use Anchor, definitely send me a voice message because that was so cool. Like I said, that was my first time checking those out and hearing y'all's voices and expressing what you guys thought of the episode was just such a cool experience. But anyways, I will catch you guys soon and just thank you so much for listening.